G'day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another Guitar Wank podcast. I am your host. You have no say in it. Uh, my name's Troy McCubbin. Thank you so much for joining us wherever you are in the world and whatever the hell you're doing right now. Uh, let's try and keep it up tonight because the world's in a fucking mess. <laughs> Oh man, we have been getting our asses kicked here in California and my heart goes out to all the people that are dealing with the fires and have been evacuated and people that have lost homes. It's it's nuts. We actually um we we had some people that were evacu- evacuated and they stayed in our guest house and we looked after their cats and animals. We actually nearly lost a cat, but we found it again. <laughs> no pussyfooting around here. Uh, um, so, yeah, so uh, we had some people over that needed a place to stay because they were evacuated. The f- and as you guys are all probably watching, I mean, it's nuts, man. It's absolutely incredible. And it doesn't hit you until you actually either come face to face with it personally or you actually talk to someone that's going through it and man when these people were telling me you know this guy was a a musician he had a studio and he's rattling off all this amazing gear that he has and um he had 10 minutes to get out and he actually wasn't even there his son had to grab gear so his son was just grabbing whatever guitars he could and he's telling me all the guitars that are left behind. And man, I started to tear up. It was just like, could you imagine? You've got 10 minutes to get out of your house and just grab whatever you can and, and go. And you don't know if that's it. I mean, ah, oh, man, it was just heartbreaking. And then we're dealing, again, the great American way. Shooters fucking killing innocent people, you know, wherever you stand. And I don't give a shit, I'm talking to the Americans right now, I don't give a shit what party you're on, or if you're pro-gun or against gun, but can any of us say that, like, nothing has happened, nothing has changed at all? Nothing. Nothing in America. Not one step. Not one step for better health care, for mentally ill people, for better gun laws. Nothing has fucking changed in this country. And it's like Homer Simpson standing in front of the fire just going, Doll! 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 I mean, even at this point, Homer Simpson is going, Okay, I get it, right? Oh my God! I mean, it's so frustrating. I mean, it's just really simple. Just take a step towards doing something. Instead of it with... Ah, it's just, it's heartbreaking. And I can't even, I can't imagine what those families are going through. So, California is getting its ass kicked. America is in, it's a a mess. This country is such a mess right now, and it's so hard. And all I can say, wherever you stand on what spectrum, man, we've just got to take steps to do something, you know? Fuck! It's so frustrating. And as a foreigner, it is even more frustrating because, you know, you come to this country and I love America. I love this country. I love everything that it's given me and, you know, I I feel very blessed to be here. But it's so frustrating where it's just all these stupid things are happening in this country and nothing changes. Nothing changes. And, ah, 
Anyway, that's my rant. I'll stop now. But man, it's fucking frustrating. It's heartbreaking. And when you meet these people that have gone through this personally, I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine losing your house to a fire or just a loved one goes out and they never come home because they're just some dickhead has a gun and he decides to fucking off everyone? Man, just think about that for a second. Just how would you feel? And then the government does nothing. I mean... Ah... Uh, so frustrating. Yet, one one terrorist will try and do something and there's laws in place and everything changes and we're taking our shoes off and all this hap- shit happens instantly. And there might be one or two people that have been injured or potentially it didn't even happen. But 15, 12, 30, 10, 5, 2... All these people get shot and nothing changes. Nothing. It is... I know all the foreigners out there are right there with me. We're all just like, what the fuck, America? Come on. Ugh. I'm not dogging. We had a few reviews on our iTunes and I guess some some Americans were like, oh, I'm not tuning into a podcast to get to, to hear America getting dissed dissing America, there's a lot of problems with my country as well, Australia's a fucking mess too <laughs> what I'm hearing but, I gotta say man, I mean, wherever you stand on the gun issue like just better laws won't solve the problem, but it just may help, and better healthcare and mental health would just help it's not going to solve anything, but even if it d- diminishes just a little bit, wouldn't that be worth it? Ah, why am I? Why am I even bothering? It's just fucking nuts. I'm, I'm just venting now. But anyway, it's so frustrating to keep seeing the same thing fucking happen. And you know what? We keep saying, "Well, it's not happening to me. It's not happening to me." And you wait. It's gonna. It's, it's gonna hit. It's gonna hit one of us. And then we're going to be on the front line of it. And then we're going to have to deal with that emotion and that pain. I mean, uh, so frustrating. But anyway, so California's going through the shit. The country's in a mess. And what do we got? We've got Guitar Wank. We've got Mr. Robin Ford. We're going to continue with Mr. Robin Ford. Me and Bruce did a show the other week or the other night. And I was going to put that in tonight. And I was just like, oh... I know there's so many you guys out there and, and ladies just want to hear the, the rest of the Robin Ford because, man, he really opened up. It was such an honour and I listened to it as I was editing, the small amount of editing that I do for the show. But I was, um, yeah, just listening to it. I'm like, man, I, can't, I cannot believe I got to hang and sit down with Robin Ford over pizza and booze and Bruce and just just talk it was it was really really cool super amazing and uh man i've been listening to his new album i'm playing a few tracks um off uh the the new album called purple house go buy it go support robin man i I just think robin's so badass he's just so tasty and you know just uh, he's awesome as we all know and love so um fantastic so anyway play a few tracks of that uh, if you haven't already, please sign up, subscribe. We need subscribers. Go there. 
Please send us your emails. Your voice your opinion. We're, it's about community. We want to have open discussions. Uh, <laughs> I know I get I get reamed sometimes with my intros. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, you have a fast forward button and whatever. It's just I'm just another asshole with an opinion, right? So um, and and Bruce, I know Bruce cops it sometimes, but you know we're doing a service and we're we're just trying to have a good time and build community as Bruce always says and uh, and share and I think it's cool we've got the Guitar Wank Forum or group and I know a lot of people post on that and share the stories and ideas and things to promote if you have something to promote please let us know go to guitarwank at gmail.com send us an email let us know what you want to promote and get out there and we can talk about advertising blah 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 do all that kind of stuff um, I get to give a shout out to a few companies that have been major supporters of Guitar Wank, man, from day one. Uh, Wireworld Pro Audio Cables. These guys, Larry and David, have always been so supportive, and they've always, anytime they're like, "Hey, have have some products for prizes," and they're such great guys, and they're really supportive, and they make great products. So go check them out, Wireworld Pro Audio Cables or ProAudio.com. Search them out, find out what they do. They make great stuff, and you will be you'll be really happy with their stuff. Also, I'm gonna give another shout out to Jim from Left Coast Workshop, making some amazing pedals. Uh, he's got some really cool stuff happening, and you know. This is a guy that you gotta you gotta walk down a back alley to find. He's you know making pedals and trying to make stuff. He's a guitar player himself, which is really cool because he's trying to make really great stuff that he loves, and he's hoping that it translates to other players. And uh, I've been working with him on a few pedals: a, a killer boost pedal, a killer uh, overdrive pedal, where you can blend your clean sound with your dirty sound. So it kind of feels like you've got two sounds going on. You've got your clean on top and then underneath you've got your dirty. And then you can add an expression pedal to that and blend it in at the same time, which is really, really cool. Uh, and that's kind of a unique, cool pedal that he's making. And also he makes a really great delay pedal uh, called the Left Banks, I think it's called. Anyway, you check it out at the website. Go to the website, leftcoastworkshop.com. Check his stuff out. Great pedals. Really high grade well made trying to do his own thing not trying to copy everyone else and uh, that's that's really cool so we want to support people that are doing their own thing and uh, making great products so please if you have a product you have an album or you have something you want to share with the Guitar Wank listeners let us know and we'll make it happen guitarwank at gmail.com go to the website subscribe please leave us a review you know how this world works we need reviews damn it so go to the go to iTunes. Just leave a review. Uh, that will help us greatly. And uh, send us an email. Let us know you've done those things. And we're still drawing prizes. I know it's been kind of crazy, and we haven't uh, those people that did win prizes. You haven't received them yet, but um, we're still gathering prizes this end. So you will get a prize. We know who you are, so don't panic. And we will be drawing more people before the end of this year because the year is the end of the year is upon us. And it's all happening. So there you go. All right. I think I've said enough. <laughs> I haven't ranted for ages, so don't bust my balls for this one, bitches. 
I miss Scott. I don't know where the hell Scott is. Is he in Europe still? No, he went to Asia. I don't know where he is. But anyway, you know where he is. Uh, we'll have Scott back soon. And um, we've got um, a few more Robin coming up. So we've got this one. And then I think we have two more after that, which is really cool. So I'm excited to, to share this episode with you guys. Sit back and enjoy. Sorry if I ranted way too much at the start. But, you know, fuck, a lot of shit going on, all right? There's a lot of shit going on in the world at the moment. A lot of heavy shit. And, um, you know, you can't ignore it. You can't be like, it didn't happen. It's fucking happening. And a lot of people are going through a lot of a lot of heavy shit so i want a big big shout out to all the firefighters and all the people that are just out there busting their butt uh the dexters troy dexter you guys know troy dexter amazing guitar player uh an awesome player he had to evacuate his family and that guy's already gone through a loss where he lost his whole they barely got out with their lives not this fire this is many years ago but they lost everything in a fire like everything they got out with the t-shirts on their back so, um, he's already gone through that shit. So, imagine getting the people again to evacuate. You've got to get out.
ancient history, but it just feels like God. It's just that's why listening to a different instrument is, to find you know the way you play. Yeah, it's the answer, man. Right. If you're listening to guitar players to sound like you know you want to sound, mm -hmm. you sound like what you play like. Yeah. Pick yep. any other instrument yep. and try to sound like that, and you will not sound like anybody else but yourself. Right. That's how I see it. That makes a lot of sense. I get that. It great. totally makes a lot of sense. It was kind of a saving grace, you know, again, for me, because I had no teachers. Yep. You know, yeah, but the, the life goes, I mean, Didn't know what your to life do. changes. You yeah. know, I mean, you, you find new things. You know, like, you, I kind of, the last thing you wish on somebody is, is you find your thing. Because you, you mean you found it and it's it, over? Yeah. Is that what you mean? That's exactly what I mean. I totally get that. Too. You know, no, this is a process. This is not, there's no finish line here. You know, if you, I, I feel sorry wait, for the people, it. I feel sorry for the people who I talk to who think that like they're going to get out of this. Like that there's actually a finish line here in this music. Like I've been doing this for. 40, you know, at least the jazz and, you know, pursuing jazz for, for a long time, over way over 40 years, maybe 50 years now. And it's like, it's more, I would spend my afternoon finding stuff inside of songs that I never found before. It's mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? That's... Oh, absolutely. That's... You know, if you told me I was going to die tomorrow, I'd you'd probably find me playing my guitar today. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I, is that is that what you, are you like? What's what's Robin Ford's morning ritual? Do you have a morning ritual? No, you don't. It's just whatever, however it comes. I don't really play the guitar that much, mm -hmm. you know, at home. Yep. Unless I have a reason to, you know. Yeah. Unless I'm writing. And even then, it's really more about the writing, right. you know. And every now and then, I sit down to um, kind of fool with the guitar a little bit, so to speak, yep. you know, try to find some other things. But I'm not a guy who plays the guitar every day, even. Yeah, yeah. You know, like when I get off the road, I don't want to touch the guitar yeah. for a little while. Yeah. You know, especially at my age, after all these years, you just physically, you need to let yourself heal. Yeah, yeah. You go out there for doing what we do. <laughs> you know, for a, a, even a couple of weeks, and you're like, let's let the knuckles rest a yeah, little bit. Yeah. You know, let's let the. Do you have any hand problems? I've had things uh, for many years that developed. Uh, I'll never forget it. I know exactly when it started. I was on the road with David Sanborn, mm -hmm. and I would have been 35. And I woke up one morning after a gig. And my this tendon right here, right in the middle of your palm, you know, yep. right there running north and south, was standing up like that. Oh, wow. And it was wow. like, and it hurt. And I'm like, shit. And I had a gig that night and a tour to finish with Dave. And uh, literally beginning that day, I started getting all kinds of things started surfacing in my wrists and, you know, in my right, right thumb and... It was, it was like somebody threw a switch. Wow. And, you know, within, you know, a year's time of that, you know, I was dealing with tendonitis, with, you know, like shooting pains, you know, electrical shit, you know, going up my arm. 
And uh, so I tried a, a variety of treatments. I went to a place in, uh, in New York City that was this place that helped like violin players. You know, they were like for the New York Phil, people yeah. would go there and then when they had issues, you know. Right. And she did this kind of weird, weird thing that I don't know how much it helped me. I tried magnets. Do you remember the magnets? Yeah, sure. Did you hear the copper. Tried the magnets <laughs> 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 with a sneer. <laughs> and uh, so shortly thereafter, you know, not long thereafter, I moved to L.A. And uh, I had the great good fortune of meeting a man who was a Chinese doctor. And uh, he treated, uh, that's where I was, got started. It's the chi. That's where you learned about chi. I started getting introduced to qigong. Acupuncture and chi, right? Because he would treat you without ever touching your body. Wow. He treated me in my sleep many times. I can tell you this. I am not lying, not making it up. And, um, but what was even more important was I learned some practices from him, you know, Qigong practices. So, you know, they're, um, it's not Tai Chi. He taught Qigong. And most Qigong is done in a standing position, you know. There are things you do, you know, movements with the arms and, you know, things like that. And yeah. Working with your kidneys and rubbing your hands together and stuff like that. That's really where it happened. combination of his treatments and, um, wow. and a lot of daily yep. doing Qigong, you know. And a lot of rest, too, I would imagine. Yeah, or no? Well, I, I, I wouldn't play. Yeah, right. That's what I mean. But I'd go on the road. Right. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. I couldn't not work. Right. You know. Do you do you meditate? I do. Yeah. Last couple of years, I haven't done almost any of this stuff very much, and it's foolish of me, mm. and it's changing. I'm, al- it? I'm already on my way back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's interesting, man. And now I got to ask you: when when did you and Dumble connect? When did that happen? Um. Uh, there was a guy, how, how long have you been in L.A., Bruce? Oh, this time, 12 years. Okay, so this is quite a long time ago. No, I mean, I mean, remember, I don't know if you even remember, but when you were, I think you first came here and you were putting your band together uh, with Russell. Well, th- this would be 1980, 81. In that general time. Right? Yeah. I remember you were playing lots of places around town and I was hanging out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that. I don't know, you, might, man. you probably don't remember me. But um, I would hang out. I was staying with Russell a lot because I would come down from the Bay Area. And he was kind of with Jerry part-time. So he had this apartment and I would stay in his apartment. Jerry Vimola? Uh, yeah, it's his wife. Right? Uh-huh. And, uh, and so... Um, well, that was the period. Like yeah, right. 1982 right, right. So or when you, were, you, were, you were down here. I was down here... I was playing with Richie Cole and the Manhattan Transfer too, at that time, and I would hang out at your gigs when you were getting that band together. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was down here for a second, and I even kind of teased myself a little bit with the fusion thing, you know. Not a good idea. Well, <laughs> I, <laughs> but I, to know, answer the question, you know, with yeah. Alexander, he. Um, I found one of his amplifiers at a, uh, a shop. There was a guy named Andy Brower, which is what yeah, I was Andy starting Brower. to ask you about. So you yep. know who Andy was. I know sure. Andy, yeah. Okay. So Andy had a little shop on Lancashire, and he rented out vintage gear. Yep. He had beautiful you know, vintage amps and guitars, and people would rent them for the day for a session or whatever. you know. And I went in there one day, and um, 
here was the stu- he said to me, Robin, you should check out this amp. And he had a Dumble Overdrive special, 100 watts, 50 watts shift too, you know, yeah. but it was a 100 watt amplifier. And um, I'm like, we plugged it in and I went, this is what I've been looking for my whole life, just immediately. Wow. And I, I was broke at that time, you know, having already played with famous people, you know. But I didn't want to do the L.A. <clears throat> studio scene and I didn't want to go on the road with people. I wanted to do my own thing. So I chose the struggling hard life. <laughs> so uh, I'm like, all right. So I, was, uh, I would rent his amp, you know, and I had a little 12, uh, single 12 cabinet that I used to play the Dumble 100 watt head through, which is totally wrong. Yeah. They probably didn't even have the same impedance. And um, so uh, when I finally was able to get one, you know, I got his number. I called him up. I asked him if he would build an app for me. He said, absolutely. You know, we got together. And uh, he's, was, was he of a name at all at that point? Was, no. no. No one was really playing his stuff that yes. much? Yes. Oh, they uh, were? Well, uh, Lowell George mm-hmm. had a Dumble uh, Overdrive special combo. Everybody was playing combos. Right. Uh, Jackson Brown had some. David yeah. Lindley. Mm-hmm. Uh, one other guy who was kind of prominent. Was Larry? Uh, did Stevie one? Ray have his? Yeah. Nobody had him. No. Oh, okay. No. That all happened after me. Right. <laughs> um, so I, I, I don't think that Dumble told me this at the time we met and he built my amp. I, I'm not sure about this. I, it's, mem- it's a long time ago. Memory's foggy. But I, I remember him telling me about this later, like years later. But he said to me, Robin, I used to see you play with your brothers. This would have been 1972. Right, because he, he was from up there. Santa Cruz. Right, in San Jose. Yeah. So he said, I used to hear you play with your brothers, and you were playing through that, that Fender piggyback basement <laughs> yeah. that I started with the bass, bass and I moved. Yeah. Right. And he went, and I got an idea for something I wanted to make. And so he chose the Fender uh, piggyback basement head. And he said he took the schematic of the Fender basement head and created the Overdrive Special. Wow. So I'm the inception of the Overdrive yeah. Special. That's it started with huge. me. Huge. <laughs> That's huge. And nobody, Larry came to it after me. Stevie Ray Vaughan, I don't think he he knew anything about me, you know, yeah. or, or would have, you know, like he came to it on his own because Dumble by that time was, you know, getting right. quite famous. Yeah. But um, Lee Rittenauer came to it, you yeah. know, I, he moved away from it, you know. Right. So, uh, anyway, that's the, that's where the Overdrive wow. Special came from. I actually am the, where, where it started. Yeah, that's great. You know, the guy. <laughs> and that's why you should have it. I'm proud. So, what's what's the story behind that one? There is that one of your earlier. That's ones? it. That's the one. That is the amp. Holy snapping fucking duck shit! Wow, <laughs> that's amazing. So that's is that what you started with? Mm-hmm. Like talk to your daughter and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Wow, that's the one. Same amp. That's incredible. I, it's, it's been the. I've used it on every record I've ever done. You know, not not the Inside Story, which was my kind of first solo, you know, yep. fusion album. But talk to your daughter on every every record I've ever made. What do you usually plug that into? A cabinet made by him, two right. by twelve. Yeah, and it's a, your four ohm, eight ohm, and does uh, it? They are four. It's a four ohm uh, 
amp. Yeah. And uh, I, but I used to use two 100 watt EVs. Yeah. <laughs> oh Damn. man. Damn. Uh, it hurts my head just to think about that yeah. now. But now it's Celestion 65s, and they're much softer, and they're not so loud. And yep. That has been kind of like the perfect uh, combination that, for me. That has got to be one of the most famous amps in the world. It is the most famous amp in the world. And it's sitting... Name at, another one. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's now, the most famous amp in the world. I mean, there, there aren't that many people who give a shit, but the ones that <laughs> it do. is the most famous amp in that field, yeah. That... That amp is... Oddly enough. You know. Oddly don't, enough. Now, hold it. Don't you stress about carrying this amp around? Or you just like, Mm-mm. it is what it is? Well, it's my sound. Yeah. It's like, do I, do I stress about crossing the street? Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess, right? Yeah, well, you're right. You? Same shit. <laughs> yeah. Same no more than anybody else. Have or you got, less. You've got more dumbbells than this one, right? Or I had not? two. Okay. And uh, I actually sold... Uh, the uh, the other one, uh, for a variety of reasons that are very personal, mm-hmm. uh, that I, I I wouldn't couldn't you know really talk about publicly. Yep. But you know it wasn't like I needed the money kind of a thing. Right. It had it was it had to do with a lot of other things. Yeah. Yeah. And um, kind of the mitigating factor for me because that was sort of like cutting off a toe. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck. Like almost stupid. Yeah, but truth is um, that I'm moving away from uh, 100 watt amplifiers. Right. I yep. need to get away from uh, loud amplifiers. Yeah. I want to. Yeah. Yeah. So I have this amp. You know, I, I mean, I've had this amp that whole time. Like, it's probably been to the doctor. You know, like five times. Wow. I mean, this amp is, has been frigging indestructible. It's you amazing. Know? I've blown a fuse like twice. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Nothing goes wrong with this amplifier like ever. And when it does, I get it to Alexander. He fixes it. And he and I have just a, we have a wonderful relationship. I'm, I'm very I'm, You know, it's so funny because, you know. You're I'm, getting one made. Yeah, I'm or, getting one. Uh, and it's almost done. We're, mm-hmm. we're, we're already to the uh, matching the tubes and getting the right speakers for it. Mm-hmm. We're that, we're, that's the phase we're at mm-hmm. now. Um, and I'm sorry, is it a Super? It's, it's a Viber, it's a Viberlux. Right, Viberlux. It's a Viberlux, you know, it's just what he calls this ultrafonic, two, two tens. Oh, you're doing two tens, yeah. And... Um, it's, you know, again, it's so much consultation with him. I just love his ears so much. He's just, he's, he's, yeah, he's I know. So I sit and play, and like, for me, I always thought I was a 12 guy, and he's just listening to my guitar. 12? Single 12. Uh, yeah, and, or two 12s. I have a Pro Reverb. That's my favorite. Uh, and that's two 12s? Two 12s with, yeah. It's like a Super Reverb, only it's got two 12s instead of four 10s. Oh. You know, 45 watt. No shit. Yeah. Pardon my French. Yeah, and, um... And, well, we do that all the time right here. And, uh, Speak French? And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and so he, you know, and, and I went over there, you know, and, and like I say, he, that red guitar I'm playing now, which is floating pickup and super acoustic, and it's got all these new qualities mm-hmm. of stuff that are really pulling, again, I'm kind of backing off from the horn-type sound that I've been going for my whole life just because mm-hmm. I'm more into almost a pianistic 
mm-hmm. way of playing because uh, I just want to explore new. Yeah, and, and I've got this show, and I'm telling stories, new, you know, so it's all together. And um, I just basically play one of his amps, kind of by accident, and it was just like by far the best amp I'd ever. The, this a particular guitar doesn't like it, mm-hmm. and it was like by far. And it was mm-hmm. like I got to talk to this guy. Mm-hmm. Got introduced, he kind of blew me off for a while, and then the guy who introduced us videoed me playing through his amp and immediately called me up, mm-hmm. and then I've just had these consultations. I play, he plays the guitar, mm-hmm. I play the guitar, and we've talked, and he pulls out. My favorite amp was the Overdrive Special, to be honest with you. Oh? That's the one I like the best. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I can dig it. But he said, you can't afford it. No. <laughs> and, and, and he says, and you're not going to play it loud enough to really get... So you, and ultraphonics is going to be just as good for you. Yeah. You know, he says, you don't need it. And I said, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going with what you say. And so he's, <laughs> he's um, but, and he you know, you, you, hear, you hear about all these stories of him, you know, basic, it's like the Godfather, you know, like making people he won't ever talk he's, to again. You know, like he's known for like cutting people off yes. and being real tweaky. All I can say is my interactions with Alexander Dumble have been that he is potentially one of the most obviously intelligent and interesting people I've ever met, but also one of the most gracious. I agree. Really. I mean, yes. just honest and gracious. Mm-hmm. And um, in the airport, he's kind of like Bigfoot. Bigfoot? Because yeah. you don't see him. Because you don't see him. You yeah. never hear, does he like, really exist? Does he? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it's like, my God, just to talk to this guy would be amazing. Yeah. And, yeah. and to sit down in that house, mm-hmm. in his music room, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> is it's amazing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you'd think like, okay, you get in, it's all business, you know, get out. You know, I don't want you da 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 it's the exact opposite. Well, Bruce, you wouldn't, you know, obviously it's he so respects be- you or you wouldn't it, be there, you know. Yeah, but it's so <laughs> beautiful. He's, it's so, like, he's so amazing and just all the stuff he talks about, how worldly he is. It's like Yoda. Yeah, he is. And, and you know, wow. and yet there's, you don't, I don't know. It's just Without like, the uh, edge. You're right. 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 Like Yoda without the edge. He, wow. He's honest without being arrogant. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's not, I mean, like, he's, okay, he's Dumble, and, like, he knows the world's out, out for him, and he probably knows that if he, if he thought about it, he could probably cash in in a huge way. He knows very day. well. And yet, he's not doing that. No. He's not doing that. He it's doesn't ridiculous. want to. ridiculous. He's a freaking samurai. Yeah. yeah. That's the vibe I'm getting from yeah. this guy. I love that. I mean, I know. I am so glad he's he's in my life. And you know, I get an email from him like every other day now. And, and I anticipate, to be honest with you, once I get the amp, that it's going to stay that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because I really want to keep talking. I mean, I'm not just talking because I want my amp. You know, I mean, it's like <laughs> I know you love talking. to Yeah, him. yeah. Now there's there's cats that he just flat out refused to build amps for, right? Oh yeah, he would. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's like, no, 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 you, you, don't, you don't deserve my empathy. <laughs> I love that. That is just amazing. I right? know. He's but, never done it for the money. He's never done it. He doesn't do anything for the money. 
That's insane. Trust me on that one. What is it? What does he think of his amp selling for? I mean, hundred thousand, hundred twenty, ninety thousand. He couple, feels couple seriously burned. He does. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, and and you know, I mean, it, I don't need to tell you, but of course, guys get their hands on them, and then the first thing they do is they clone them, and then a company pops up with Dumble clones. I mean, that's a cottage industry. There's there's n- numerous companies that basically sell well, Dumble clones, like right? Yeah. yeah, and and they all generally came from somebody getting their hands on one and reverse engineering. Yeah. Say goodbye to your little underdog No more run and catch Things you throw my way The colors off, take good care of yourself We're bound for glory But there's a price to pay
And, you know, you can't probably patent what he does. He's using parts that are available in a Radio Shack or wherever you buy parts. I mean, it's just the brilliance of a man who figures out how it all works. And you can't really patent that kind of stuff. And the world, the way it is, you know, guys will just copy it. And, of course, even, even those guys will admit, the ones I've talked to, and I'm not going to mention their names, uh, will admit that theirs aren't as good as his. Well, no. always coming. Does, does but it's close. I mean, and, and close is, you know, and yeah. it's like it's like horseshoes and sometimes in music. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> does well, he have saying it? But, but yeah, but if you can't get if you can't get it, get close. <laughs> does he does he have an opinion on that, Robin? About what? everyone copying his shit and trying to copy it? And Not everyone is. Just just oh, well, there's a lot. There's a lot of dumbbell pedals. Oh, this pedals makes your amp sound like a dumbbell and blah blah. blah. He's not flattered. Right. He's not. He is ripped off. Right. That's how he feels. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's, he's you know, resentful. <clears throat> I would say he's resentful. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely resentful. And he's not, yeah, he's not like, oh, great, they're trying to, that's the biggest form oh, no, of flattery. It, it is it's not like, flattery, no. Motherfuckers stealing my shit, why can't they go and do their own shit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or I think, yeah. 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 Well, he's he's not happy about it. He yeah. is angry about it. Rip feels ripped off about it, but not when he's talking to you because yeah. he likes you. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> you know it's so it was such a he doesn't grumble right at me. You know, yeah. He no, just, it, no, it, it, he doesn't. He's never really grumbled to me either. It was the stories so, I know are about people who walked on the wrong side. Yeah, that's the that, those are the stories I know. But he doesn't talk about them. No, he right. doesn't. Yeah, they're in the background, and you kind right. of hear about them, yeah. and you go, "Oh, I see." Well, I, got I didn't know that. He yep. won't talk to me anymore because I bought one of these amps. Yeah. He, you know, I just because it sounded good. You know, it's and he found out that I bought one of these Dumbo clones. I have a friend who's known yeah. him, yeah. known him from the Santa Cruz days. Yeah, he's a friend of mine. He's a great guy too. And I know he he has nothing but the highest respect for Dumbo. The highest, he'll t- you know, and he went and bought one of these clones by one of these other guys just because it sounded good, you know, and it came to him. And he bought it, and when Alexander found out about it, he was th- done. He's done. He'll never speak to him. Wow. He that's is, how deep it goes. He's so he's that's an, showing you how much it hurts him. He's he's an icon. He's yeah. a fucking massive legend, and you know, he is. He's. T- I look at him. He's like Bigfoot. Like, does he really exist? Like, he's even more like. He doesn't even really believe I've seen him. You know, (laughs) I see. But it was so amazing to have Bruce come back, and and he Bruce would call me after spending five hours or something hanging out with Dumble, and it's just like, it was everything. My everything you hear as a fan over the years, like this elusive guy, and he's he's this and that, blah blah, and then Bruce comes back and said man he's the sweetest guy you could ever meet he's such a cool guy and yeah. ridiculously intelligent mm-hmm. and you just want to spend all day with him exactly i was like that is so cool he's the real mccoy man wow man and it's it, with that amp i mean how many people over the years have offered to buy that amp off you a lot no one ever offers to buy it off of me in a serious tone right because they know I would never sell it. <laughs> and it's got to be worth ridiculous amounts of money. I mean, it's, it's kind of priceless, right, in a way. It's priceless. Yeah, yeah. Wow, man. That's, um... Now, hey, how do you go when you can't play through that thing? Like, is it just... 
does it feel like when you don't have the situation or you don't have the amp with you is it you know is it a hole i, I would say 95 percent of the time there's nothing that i'm going to be happy about yeah yeah because you know largely the real reason for that i'm sure that bruce would concur it is they don't they don't take care of it yeah. you know you, you get an amplifier and it sounds like shit and it could actually sound really good yeah. So it's really more that, yeah. you know, yeah. like, I mean, a, a good Fender Super Reverb, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's not like I'm married to it in that way. Right, right. It's really more that, you know, sadly out there in the world, they don't know what we're doing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, they don't take care of shit. Mm. But on the other hand, I mean, at the volume level you play. Yeah, but I don't have to. I know, I know. I really don't. But, but I'm just saying, the more volume you play at, the more crucial the amp becomes in the chain. Well, that's in, true. In my opinion. Oh, yeah. That's the point I'm making. And, like, so if I'm playing solo, you know, uh, for the most part, you know, I can kind of work around stuff. But you start getting, like, a loud drummer or you're playing, like, music that's really pushing the equipment, all of a sudden the amp becomes a far more important element in the overall chain mm. of events. Yeah. So you, the clarity. I, you know, for I, me, that, I mean, you agree no, with Absolutely. That? Okay. Are um, you using, like, pedals with that at all? Uh-huh. Yep. Mm -hmm. Just minimal. Yeah. Just because that's the kind of guy I am. But yeah, yeah. Wouldn't matter, you know. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. And it's just a one channel ready to go kick your ass. Two channels. Oh, two, no, two yeah. channels, yeah. Yep. It's got a, an overdrive station, yeah. Yep. Which is, if, if I'm recording, I would always use the Dumble overdrive, you know, but I wouldn't run it through anything. Yeah. And you know, use the effects from the studio. Right. You know, right. however you get them, because it is the coolest overdrive that I've ever heard. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. You know, for my own personal voice, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the amplifier and. Um, when you when you step into the uh, overdrive channel, it, the pedal board, if, if you're going to be using a pedal board, um, it freaks out all the other effects. Wow, it's not cool. It's not it's not a good marriage. And so there, he created the overdrive, uh, the dumble, the dumbleator. Right. You ever heard of the dumbleator? Yeah, I've heard of it, but I'm not familiar with it. It's a rack mount effects. Oh, loop. that's right. Yes. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. In order to interface with outboard gear, you need to use the the dumbbell the dumbbellator. Wow! <laughs> and that's that's with like delays and stuff like that, or is that with yeah uh, uh, overdrives as well, or not? No, well, you know, like it, it's when really the the where you find a problem is when you you hit that overdrive. Yeah, yeah. If you don't have his effects loop, yeah. Everything just goes, it just sounds terrible. Wow. So I, on, uh, in, my, in my live shows, I, I use the Zen Drive, which yep. is a pedal that I use for, uh, for overdrive. Yep. Um, I don't use the overdrive station and the dumbbell amplifier because it freaks everything else out. Right, right. But if I just use you know, an overdrive that's a, a pedal, yep. no problem. You know? yeah. So you're going through the clean shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always in the which is which is what I liked most when I tried all his suite of amps. You know, mm -hmm. that was the thing that uh, you know 
I sure I love the ultraphonics, which is pretty much the same thing for at the volume of playing, but there was something else there. Yeah, what how do you just how do you put can you put it into words? Why? Why is it so good? No, that's his genius, you know. But not as in like technically, but it oh, is audio. Yeah, like that's his genius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me answer it another way. That's his genius. That's his genius. He this is your final answer. Yeah, is the right. person who who found a way for that to there's well, something going to on happen. that just I I I know what I know. It sounds amazing to my ears, and I'm attracted to it. Mm-hmm. But I can't I can't work out why that amp it's does complete that. Complete clarity. Yeah. I don't know. Again, that's his genius. Yeah, like that he genius. actually can make an amplifier that allows all of that shit to happen. Nobody yeah. ever yeah. has done that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, for me, you know, when I I play, first thing I get to his house, you know, to play his amps, and I plug it to, I think it was a deluxe, yeah. and I'm plugged in, and he plugs me in, and I just, you know, I'm like. He played the guitar. He checked out what it was. You know, I let him do things. That I, okay, he, he'd already heard me play, so I'm going to play. I'm going to try the amp. I let him equalize the amp. I didn't, you know. I have never, with a deluxe reverb, put the treble, like, beyond four. Mm-hmm. Because they're, like, ice-picky, harsh, yeah, just crunch, yeah. crunchy, <laughs> all this all, you know, crunchy, harsh, ice picking, you know. He and plugs, his orchestra. And he plugs me in, puts me in the first channel, and he equalizes, here's the treble up to like seven. This is going to be interesting. And I started playing, and it's like, it was bright as shit. But you know what? It was beautiful. Yeah. It was still fat. It was still sweet. I mean, that... There was harmonics inside... It was just like my guitar sounds acoustically, you know. I mean, it was like. Um, and let me let me ask you. Yeah. Like, could anybody do that? I I've never. Could anybody walk up and say, "Hey, Bruce, let me dial in your tone." Right. No. I mean, dial in before you <laughs> before you even play. You wow. know, and I mean, like I'm going. This is going right? to be really a drag. This is going to be really a drag. Yeah. It's like, oh shit! Gonna, I have like, to entertain the. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and like I play with like, whoa. I mean, I'm not so sure that that's what I, I would have probably backed it off a yeah, little bit. Yeah, you might have done something differently, but but, but he the knew. whole the whole idea, and then he put me in the Vibrolux, had that fucker up to seven or eight in the treble, which I've never. Those are even kind of worse. Yeah. And he had the bright switch on. I go, oh boy, this is gonna hurt him. I mean, I can't wait to see him like rush over and you know. <laughs> I figured he'd like jump for the amp and shit you know oh man and then i played and it was like again it's brightest you know like the sun shining but it it's was not hurt beautiful ears. it didn't hurt your ears all these qualities of my guitar were coming through that i'd never yeah. heard before. I, I i think he hears better than any of us yeah and no amp maker that that's the thing they make amps they don't hear music you know yeah, what i mean right he's the only guy yeah i've ever seen some guys stumble like paul rivera you know god bless him i don't mean to put it, put anything down but paul stumbled across something that really worked mm-hmm. but he stumbled across it it caught on you know and, and away it went he ran with it yeah but it went away yeah 
Alexander, he's, he didn't stumble across anything. He heard it. Wow. Uh, I, I don't know any other ant maker ever. You know, maybe Leo Fender, you know. Yeah. But it's that level, you yeah. know. Like, and uh, I, I, no, Dumble's a genius. He's Einstein. You, know, yeah. you, you talk about scientists, you know, you talk about ant makers, you know, there's blah, blah, blah. Alexander, the, he's, he's the Einstein, man. Wow. Wow, man. I, you know what? I, it ain't no myth. It ain't no myth. That's incredible. I would, I would love him to just talk and just to get it out Yeah, he there. won't do it. He won't do it. <laughs> no. I've talked to him. Yeah? Yeah. Wow. If I, I told him, hey, man, I, like somebody approached me about doing a book on Alexander, you yeah. know, or doing, you know, like I had the idea of doing a program on mm-hmm. Alexander. Yeah. You know? I mean, we're sitting here talking, wouldn't it be nice if he was yeah. here? Oh, my God, yeah. And uh, so I have approached him, you know. Yeah. And uh, he's like, he always has a, it's, it's, I think it's kind of a deflect because I don't think he's ever really going to do it. Yeah. But he'll say, yeah, I'm talking to a guy, you know, we're looking at a book. We're, and I'm like, okay, so this book idea is off because he's looking at a book. Right, right, right. But that book will never happen. Right, right. So it's yeah. really, it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, all, of us, all of us want it to happen, you know. Right, yeah, well, I'd just, love to have him here <laughs> on the couch, you know. So, and I'll just invite him and he probably won't do it. So, be you know. What about going to him? And, or if he, if that's okay with him too, we can do that. You, you could know? ask him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like there's one there's one interview on YouTube of him. Mhm. There's one. Like it's like like yeah, it's, vi- it's video. And it's like the only it's like the only capture of Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot. <laughs> and, and, you know, it, it is known known in known in history. And it was a really unfortunate one in that he was very either pissed off, obviously, mm-hmm. or uncomfortable. How long ago was it made? It it's looks like, like about 20 years. It looks like the 80s, right? Or 20, 30 years. Oh, shit. And he was obviously very, uh, he was uncomfortable, and he was, I don't think, happy with the way things were working, and, and he kind of spoke in, in a lot of his more metaphoric self mm-hmm. than literal self so like you can't really understand what he's saying mm. and you and it's obvious he comes off like he's just irascible and irritated yeah and uh mm. of course not the guy we know and that's why you know i just love to stop i mean he's both <laughs> but i'd love to i'd love to get him just to, i mean even if he doesn't want to talk about himself just the stories he talks about leo you know, and hanging out with Fender and like priceless, and just and 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 in, in the early days, making up amps and screwing them up and mm-hmm. learning how we learned oh what we learned and like it's precious, you know. You, you know, it's like just, sacred fucking texts. Exactly, man. It's like exactly the Bhagavad Gita, man. Yeah, wow, <laughs> man. Yeah. For amp makers, come on, right? but for just music in general, <laughs> you're talking to a guy sitting down and talking to John Coltrane. He cracked a code. Yeah, he cracked a code. And uh, that's that's incredible. Yeah, and when, when I when I brought you know like my my vibra looks to have him do it, uh, you know like they have to meet a certain you know as you know to, to be modified by him they have to be at a certain level, and I had a I had kind of a historic specimen that I luckily got. It was a really great amp. Played a few gigs on it. it was an amazing vibra lux. Gotta say, loved it. And I brought it to him, and I said, hey, man, this is a green stamp 66, you know, blah, blah, blah. There's only a few of these. And boy, it's in great shape. And 
He goes, yeah, wow, you know, he didn't even know about it. He had to, like, go online and, and he researched it and found, wow, you're right. This is, like, mm. in 66, in January, they, uh, they mismarked them. Mm-hmm. And this, there was only, like, X amount of them. And the, the way you can tell is the green ink and da-da-da-da or something. <laughs> you know, it's like, mm-hmm. whatever. He, like, you know, and he said to me, he looked at me, he says, are you sure you want to do this to this amp? You know? Are you sure? And I was kind of like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I wasn't real, you know, I mean, because I liked it the way it was. and Yeah, why would you want to change that? And, and, you know, it's it's a historical piece, maybe. You know, I'm sure huh? there's others. but and, and, like, he goes, well, just a second. And he goes, and he gets a Vibrolux that he had just done. There you go. And he puts it down, and he goes, play this one. Play the one. And I'm like, Oh, yeah, I want to do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's anyway, pretty obvious. Anyway, like, yeah. I knew it. <laughs> you know, it's crazy, like, knew it. Damn, yeah. You know. And you got both. Yeah. You got to keep the old one, get a new one. Yeah. So. Man, it's, that's insane. Yeah. It's, that's so he's cool to hear a, that, those he's stories. He's such an amazing person. So what are, what are you doing nowadays? You've, you've, you've got this tour, you've taken off to um, Japan and that. Yeah. Um, uh, where are you grounded lately? Where, where are you living Nashville, Tennessee. You're in Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. You like it in out there? Yes. It's working for me like, kind of like I knew it would. Yeah. I mean, I'd been going there for three or four years before I moved there. Yeah. Uh, my, my, my band, all of the people in my band lived there. My tour manager lived there. Yeah. I had management there for a while. Yeah. I was like kind of the last guy to show up. All right. But, um, you know, it, it, was, it was a leap that I made very willingly, and I would have done it uh, sooner, but for, again, variety of personal reasons. Yeah. But uh, it it's so right, I can't even, you know, like... Uh, like it's, uh, it's such an amazing well, city. Well, you know, it, I, I mean, from my own personal perspective, you know, like, I, whether or not it's ama- an amazing city, I don't know. Mm-hmm. What what there is there is this incredible music community yeah. that has grown up around Nashville. Right. There there's like a, there's like a half moon <laughs> that's uh, around the perimeter of the city of Nashville. I got a I got a house over in Twelfth Twelfth Avenue area. You have a house? Yeah, there? I have a house over there. Yeah. When you say Twelfth Avenue, like uh, like Twelfth yeah. Avenue South? Yeah, Twelfth Avenue South. You have a house there? Yeah. No yeah. kidding. I actually it's close to Eighth Avenue, but. We're uh-huh. walking distance. To that Twelfth. area. Yeah, that area. Like near the Frothy Monkey. Yeah, 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 right down there. Yeah. <laughs> I know the area. Yeah. Because yeah. I wanted to live on Granny White. Oh, you know, okay. 12th Avenue South turns into Granny White yeah. going south. Do you know that yellow house? If you keep going south uh, on the right, so it's this big yellow house. Right. You know that house? I think I know the house you're talking about. Like one or two up from it before you get to it, there's this other little house that's like white with blue trim with this big bamboo. Right. Growth. Yeah. Anyway, that house, I want that house. Oh, wow. I've been trying to get that house for a couple of years. Are you, are you in that area or in another area? No, I'm in East Nashville. Oh, you're in East Nashville, yeah. yeah. And I, at first, I, I responded because um, I'm uh, 12th Street. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I won't say exactly, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm in the Five Points area. Okay. Yeah, we, we renovated a house out there and we ended up, we we're going to sell it and we ended up keeping it. Mm-hmm. And what's going on with it? It's we're it, like renting it out, Airbnb, doing all that kind of stuff. Okay. So we go out there, we stay there, 
stay here, go back and forth. Oh, okay. And yeah, so you have it when you yeah, want it. Yeah, have it when I want it. I love okay. it. I, mm-hmm. could, I could live out there. I mean, yeah. I definitely could live out there. But why do you like it? It has community. Mm-hmm. LA doesn't have community. Mm-hmm. Um, I was out the front. <laughs> I'm working on the front yard at this house mm-hmm. in the heat of the day, mm-hmm. and people walking past. Every person stopped and talked to me. Yeah. By the end of that conversation, I was invited over to dinner. Right. And I was like, and and I'm talking yeah. to these people, and she's like, oh yeah, my husband's like one of the world pedal steel players, session right. cat, and right. everyone's amazing and. Yeah open and caring and mm-hmm. i work out in my front yard here all the time no one ever no. talks to me i don't know no nothing yeah and that's what was like yeah it reminded me of where i grew up it mm-hmm. was just like oh i could i could do this i feel like people will want to yeah. have relationships i guess that is exactly then as you're saying yeah an amazing city because of that yeah because people are just genuinely nice and and it is true like you know you meet one person you know five yeah right yeah within by the end of the day yeah yeah that's (laughs) That's really true it's like that people with strangers inviting me to do right i've never had that before right and that was like i said to my missus is like we need to come out here more and just hang so Mm -hmm. we're going for thanksgiving we'll be there well you own a house there how do you own a house there well we because we, we, we bought two houses in Nashville to renovate, to flip. Oh, to flip them? Yeah. Okay. And we flipped one, and the other one, it wasn't... Decided to keep. We, well, it wasn't selling as quick, and then we thought, we love this house so much. It actually is our favorite house, and we it turned out so great. We're like, mm-hmm. we should keep this house. I'm so yeah. glad we did, because we're, we're 10 minutes from downtown. Now, that's the it's area great. where I would like to be. Yeah. It's exactly it's where you are. Yeah. The weather's a little challenging. I don't dig it. <laughs> You don't like it? No, I don't. No, even though I... <laughs> compared to here, this is heaven oh, weather. No comparison. But there, on a hot day, I don't want to be outside. No, it's like, it just blows. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's not the best weather. The weather sucks, but... Summertime. Whew. Yeah. So, we'll probably do LA. <laughs> Summertime yeah. here ain't no fucking picnic either. Oh, but, yeah. you know, yeah, it's better than Nashville. No, I'm just pussy. I'm <laughs> up there. <laughs> I'm from up there. No, you're from heaven. You're from God's country. Yeah, yeah well, I, San Francisco's I'm, I'm God's country. I'm up in Carmel, Carmel Valley. Right. Yeah, okay. So that's like. But still, God's country. That's like beyond. People talk about God's country. That's, that's God's that's country. That's like you know, yeah. God's. It's God's, God would live there. You know, God's God lives there. <laughs> you know, he's not going to be in Montana. No, no. no God's no. God it's too far lives away in from Carmel the Valley. You know, that's where God he ain't is. no fool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his 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 God lives there. Damn man, that's that's cool that you're in Nashville. So that's yeah. So, do you still enjoy the traveling, or is it? Is no, it I hate it. I hate it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think most people do now, right? I don't know how to be more specific. Yeah. Well, what's <laughs> the like about it? I mean, there's not much. If you're twenty, yeah, twenty-one, twenty-two, yeah. twenty-three. Yeah. Even even up to your early thirties, maybe yeah. you know, like you know. back in the day, it used to be fun, right? Back in the day, well, I mean, it's you're it's full of it was amazing different experiences. Yeah. yeah, but well, you're you're you haven't seen it. Yeah, you haven't been to Berlin. Yeah, I mean, you know, and yeah. dealing with you know just the logistics, how they've changed. That's a pain in the, the ass. unfriendliness of airports. The the, you know, the bullshit you get. The unbearable lightness of being. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, right. you know, all that stuff is really, you know, but but actually being a, being new places, playing music, 
with great people for great people. That that part's great. It's the traveling that sucks. That sucks. It's not yeah. the being there. Yeah. Being all these different great places, meeting all these great people. I still I'm still I still love that. Yeah. Yeah, I that's how it's I mean, that's why I do it. it. Sucks. I don't have to. I mean I want to. Yeah. But the getting there part is just that's not hard, got man. not gotten easier. Do you have you got have you got the list, the Robin Ford list that you want to do, like the things you you still want to do, or is this, or is there a change? Where, where's where's Robin Ford heading? Is it always going to be the come back to the blues? <laughs> what's where's where's it where's it going, mate? What what are we doing? Uh, I mean, I I, I would say artistically, uh, I'm. I'm more interested in the guitar now mm-hmm. than I have been for many year, years because as I was saying earlier, you know, it was really it became more about the songwriting. Yeah. And the uh, you know, did you think of yourself as a a singer-songwriter? No. Was, no. It was no. always guitar player trying to be a singer-songwriter, which I wanted to be a saxophone player, <laughs> you know, let alone. But you can't get a good read these days. <laughs> but it, I wanted to be John Coltrane, man. Right. But, mm-hmm. the, the, you know, the singing and the songwriting. No, we talked about that earlier. I mean, but yeah. do, you, do you separate those as a guitar player or you just see it as one full package? Well, you know, I, I have talent as a guitar player. Yeah. I have, I have actual talent. I, have, I came in with something. Mm-hmm. Not with the voice. I right. didn't come in with something. I didn't come in with an instrument. So it's been work. Yeah. And so I decided, all right, we're working on the chop. Yeah. And I just went after a whole another chop. Right. So I had hoped, quite honestly, that they would come together in that way. But, you know, uh, it hasn't quite turned out that way. I haven't been able to match my voice you know, and I, I would, I'm, I, I'm proud of my songwriting. Yeah. I, I think I've actually really kind of Hell done yeah. something there. You've done some amazing tunes. Well, thank you. I mean, this to me, I would, you know, over the last few years, you know, last couple of records, you know, like uh, I feel like I've come into something that is actually kind of mine and unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, and so that's a lot of years that took to make that happen for me to be happy yeah you know right. i'm happy with my guitar playing yeah i'm, I'm yeah. not competing with myself with my guitar playing <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean yeah that has been friggin work yeah you know yeah trying to get up to you know what i think of as a respectable level mm. you know so anyway I, I i don't feel like working that hard anymore yeah you know working smarter and less right? well said my yeah. friend yeah but are there any like uh you know things that you'd like to do that i mean like you know i don't know play the trombone you know like be an ice skater i don't know do you know pitch for the yankees are there any like outside of music or or inside of music just like things like hey you know yeah is there a secret passion that we don't know about robin ford like you're a mad fisherman on weekends no 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 my interests have are are more aligned with meditation Mm -hmm. and is it um, tm no no okay no, my my teacher, Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche, Tibetan, mm-hmm. you know, school. Yeah. 
and uh, you know, there's a quite quite a lineage there, history, yeah. and you know that uh, goes back to the, the you know the Buddha. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's been the spiritual path, and uh, but and for me, you know, having met a Taoist master. Uh, which Dr. Baolin Wu, he's here in L.A. Yeah, he practices in Santa Monica. That that was where I actually saw that you know there was a whole another tradition that actually had the whole thing. What I would say is the whole thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. And um, so uh, I I I'd like to kind of know more about what they know. Yeah, know? yeah. That would that would be the uh, the inside you know kind of personal. You yeah, know? yeah. And that is where I'm headed, you know. Year from uh, after December. Dece- I was going to go this year, but following December, I'm going to go to India. Yeah. Do kind of a pilgrimage thing. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. That's- Spend some time there. Yeah. And, you know, with no gigs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we don't, as Western society, we've got no clue with all that stuff, do we? We're just so... Western society is like- pretty behind. Yeah, we're so blind to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately, the East is is little more aware. Yeah. The traditions come from there, but they're waning. Yeah. yeah. You know. So yeah, you know, we're, we're we're they're coming more to our side. It the man, I'm, I've I've noticed that my whole life of traveling around the world, how less or how much more you know basically our world view has permeated the world. Well, but you know, the, you know, I mean, like, like, I mean, when I go, I mean, uh, Italy, I'm a, I'm an Italianophile. I've spent a lot of years there. Japan, I've been going there since the late '70s, you know, and I see the transition. It, it just, you know, you think. I mean, for me, so many of the things I loved about those places was the, the, you know, what I found different about them from us. And the more I go back there, the more they seem more similar to us, you know. And like, yeah. not like, like God, maybe we'll learn to like have a meal like the Italians, you know. And now it's like go to Italy and there's TVs going all the time in every kitchen and every yeah. dining room, and you know, it's like, and people are on the phone while they're eating, you know. It was back when like we were the ones doing that, and they were just sort of like having meals would, as a family, yeah. you know, and. Uh, and in, in Asia, you know, like they were like kind of it was less commercial, you know, yeah. less like money driven, you know. And I mean, it's just, it seems as just from my personal respect, perspective that of the years of touring, that the world is becoming more similar to us than us learning from them. That's just you know, and, and there's no value judgment on it. You know, everybody gets to do what they want to do, but. That's what I perceive. Have you have you been to India before? No, no. So first trip. Yeah, Man, can't wait. That's that's one of the places that you know. I've I've been to like Japan and Taiwan and some of those countries where it feels like you're on a different planet. Mm-hmm. But I think India would be just that next level. Whereas, mm-hmm. especially if you got outside you. of the cities, right? Are yeah. you familiar at all with? Um, have, do you, have you looked at any Buddhism, you know, especially the Tibetan teachers I'm thinking of? I, I grew up in a martial art background. Whoa. So I had a lot of 
a lot of like interest in mm-hmm. that side of the world mm-hmm. and studying martial arts and all that kind of stuff. So I did l- look into it and always really love massive respect and just knowing that that's stuff that would be worth delving into and getting involved in mm-hmm. and, and digging deeper. But not not as much as I, you know. Have I you ever like heard to. of Zong Tsar Kensei Rinpoche? No, no, I, I mean, haven't. YouTube, you can find anything and everything, right? Yeah. Zong Tsar Kensei Rinpoche, he's, he was actually born in Bhutan, mm-hmm. but uh, he's basically he's a, a, of the Tibetan Buddhist B- Buddhism. Yeah. His, uh, his tradition is Tibetan Buddhism. And uh, there's a marvelous, uh, many marvelous teachings by him, uh, again, on YouTube. Zong Tsar, D-Z, yeah. is Zong, Z-O-N-G. Sar, S-A-R. Yeah. Zongsar would do it. Yeah. Zongsar Kensei Rinpoche. But uh, he's, uh, recently I, I found some, some things on there that are, I think, recent teachings, you know, that he did in India. Right. And he says, um, India is still the, the place. Like wow. India, like the ground of it, you know what I mean, like, geography of it the feng shui of it mm-hmm. as i would view it from yep. the chinese perspective you know taoist tradition you know this is the place where you can wake up buddha means the person who who woke up right that's what buddha means yeah buddha awakened one mm-hmm. bud is awake buddha awakened one yeah right and he says Still, he says, India is the it's a, more than any place else on on the planet Earth. You know, wow. He says this 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 is where you can wake up. You know, are you, where are you from? Melbourne, well, country Melbourne, Australia. Okay, yeah, because um, there's there's another one of him, and he's in New Zealand. Okay, and he says, um, I am so happy. When I come to New Zealand, you know, because he says it makes me realize that there's still a place on Earth that you know is is this pure? Basically, he's saying right. it's like this. This is like you know the sky, you know everything. He goes like this is. I mean, purity is. I, I'm paraphrasing, you know. Yeah, he said, yeah. I'm just so happy that such a place exists. Wow. As New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were from Australia, but the, you know, like, because you don't have the Kiwi thing going. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't have any sheep here that I'm. <laughs> <with>. <laughs> yeah, really. But yeah, I, I, I could see that. I haven't been in New Zealand, but it's still it's one of those places, it's, isn't it? It's it was more pristine back in the day, but it's still still holding on. It's still we a whole believe, other level. We have to have faith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you, you, how, how I, are we doing time-wise? You know, we can go for we just whatever, go whatever, whatever you, you want, whatever leave. you want to call it, man. Or, or it's, <laughs> this is free. this is guitar. Do way. you edit it? This is this is like no, Wayne's world. We just that so, we cut it up. We cut <laughs> it up, but we don't edit it. Yeah, is editing cutting up? Editing is cutting up. Yes. Okay, so yeah. that we, means you take we, out per, certain parts. No, no, no. We don't. We just like yeah. I just well, what's cutting it up? We put things inside. Like we're not going to put. Like like you have the, a commercial break. The, the shows are like usually forty five minutes to an hour, so this might get made into well, a few shows. shows. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. stretch it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll put, no, you I'll cut put it music up. in it. 
Uh, yeah. Ah, cut it up. Of yeah, course. I'll put music in it. In it you'll, put in, you'll put interludes and maybe give a little intro into when, the next segment yeah. of what we're talking about. When, like if there's a week. lull. Yeah. Yeah, or, or, we, or a little pitch. When yeah. we started this show, the idea of the show, I went and had breakfast with Bruce Foreman and Scott Henderson. Mm-hmm. And I sat down with these guys and the conversation, I just walked away laughing my ass off and I thought, oh, it's so great. I wish my mates could hear this. Mm-hmm. And hence... Bruce was like, well, we should start something. Let's start a podcast. Yeah. And it started. Yeah. I never wanted to edit this because I felt like this was, you're joining us on the couch. It's yeah, just it's kind hang. of the good stuff. Yeah, It's, you know, I don't want to edit it. It's fucking, if you don't want anything posted, you just let me know. I take it out. Oh, no, I'm good. Yeah. But I'm I self-editing. Just, yeah. I just wanted <laughs> it to be real. Well, you know, in this world, if you're not, you're you're in trouble. Yes, I would be. Yeah. You know, let's face it. <laughs> if you don't want people broke. to hear it. If you don't want people to hear it, don't say it, don't play it, don't yeah. do it. Yeah. Uh, do you, what's, I mean, you guys have been around a long time and that's, I'm saying that with respect. Okay, so you say we're old. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, but you guys have done. Well, that goes without saying. <laughs> you guys have reached the top of your, your, your you guys do, yeah, your top of the heap and, and you know. No, and top a, of our heap. Yeah. Well, you know, but <laughs> no, I mean. But. How do you guys look at the? How do you look at the music? How do you look at players now? And how do you look at the music now? Like, would you, would you want to be coming up now as a player? Are you glad where you come up? Oh yes. Compared to what? I mean, what do you tell guys now that are coming up and how to get through the shit and how to just survive? Well, what I tell people, um, because I think it's you know like it's kind of a weeding out process. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like. I tell people that if you take care of the music, the music will take care of you. And I truly believe that. Good, yeah. So if, if, you, if you have that attitude, then you, you know, it, it takes out the expectation. It's like, I love music. I want to play music. Yeah. So I'm going to take care of the music. And if you do that, the music will take care of you. I, I, I honestly believe that. You can be your own worst enemy and fuck that up. Right. But I believe if you take care of the music, the music will take care of you. I really do believe that. And the other thing that I add to that as the relative, that's sort of like the absolute, you know. Yeah. And then the relative side of that is you have to be really smart. Mm. And you have to, like, know that business is business and music is music and never the twain shall meet. Yeah. And as much as you can bring them together great yeah so you know if, if you're a musician you're a musician first and you're about making music and that's your whole you know mo yeah i need to pay the rent most people teach great yeah. teach how do you teach there are ways in which you know you can potentially turn that into a lot of money yeah, yeah. you know even today yeah so you know like just Stick with the music. Don't don't have a day job. You know? Yeah. Have that day job be a part of your music life. Yeah. yeah. And just find ways to turn it into several streams of income. Yeah. You have to be smart. Yeah. You know, I mean it's like I, I can't even believe how ignorant I was and I regret it. Mm. I do. I regret it. Yeah. I don't know. I can't say today. How much of that had to do with what led to my detriment or to my success? Mm. My being stupid. Right. 
I, I can't say. Yeah. <laughs> but I can say that I wish, right. you know. Yeah. About if, if, if you had to go, if you could go back to 20-year-old Robin Ford, what mm-hmm. would you tell him now? I can't say it. Yeah. I really can't, you know, Because you don't want to... F- it could well, be- no, it's, it's like, you know, because when I think of what came out of, out of, of the decisions that I made... Unbelievable things came out yeah. of those decisions. Yeah, yeah. But there are other things that may have happened, happened, you know, had I not chosen the direction that I did. I was never smart, man. I, I was never uh, sharp. Right. There wasn't acumen. You know, there wasn't like, since, like, there wasn't real thoughtfulness. It was all gut reaction, right. you know, and I even went against my gut at mm-hmm. certain times. Don't you know? I would say don't go against your gut. Yeah. But I went against my gut when I joined uh, Tom Scott and the L.A. Express and went on tour with Joni Mitchell. Mm-hmm. I went against my gut when I did that. Yeah. And that led to the George Harrison tour. So, and that led to my deal with Electra Records. I've got to stop you there because I'm such a, I mean, we all are a Harrison fan. You So you, you worked with George on a... Yeah. How was that? Oh, no, you didn't. Really? Really? You're going to stop it when Robin was just getting into George Harrison? You bitch. <laughs> that's, I know that's what you were thinking, but... Man, I can't give it all away. Come back next week. We'll continue. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed that, Rob. I just think Robin's a badass. He's such a badass. I could. I want him on the show again. Robin, if you're listening, he's not listening. But <laughs> if he was listening, we've got to get him on the show again. Maybe Jeff. Jeff, you're listening out there. McElane. If you're out there, mate, we'll get Robin on the show again. <laughs> we'll let him talk more, too. <laughs> All right, be safe out there. Um, go buy Purple House, Robin Ford. Badass. And, uh, yeah, really cool. And also, Jeff McElane, he's got a new album coming out. I don't know if it's out now, but we'll have to get Jeff on the show, too, at some point. Jeff, lots of love, mate. I love what you do. And uh, excited to hear your album, which is Robin's featured on that as well. Anyway, be safe, and uh, we'll see you all next week. Guitar Wank out. Raise up my window. Feel a beautiful breeze that these lovely leaves brush against my skin. No more questions now. I'm just gonna drink it.